Hey everyone, it's Peter Rosenberg from Cheap Heat. Join me and the fearless, physically large stat guy, Greg, and of course, Super Agent 35 under 35, Dipperstein, as we tackle the biggest stories in pro wrestling each and every week. To hear us, follow the Ringer Wrestling Show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast. So we've had a very, in my opinion, strong rookie class this season. Uh, We've had a lot of very over-the-top, outlandish, outspoken rookies. But as you know, uh, or may not know, it's sometimes difficult, especially in the challenge house when there's really big personalities in the house, uh, to kind of shine, okay, To, to really like finds your footing and, 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 you know, make a name for yourself. Right. I've been cast in a very big shadow for many years. So I think actually I attribute Devin's success to the fact that I stepped away for a little bit mm. because I, because I think I was cast, cast in quite the shadow. So yeah, Devin, yeah. you're welcome for my absence, but <laughs> I got to say out of all the rookies this season, probably my favorite male rookie for obvious reasons, because I have a, other favorite female rookie. Uh, Even though he's my favorite, he's my number one favorite, even though he recently said that I was his number two favorite vet behind Jordan. So I guess I can forgive him for that. Um, (laughs) And I got to say, loyalty on the challenge is very tough to come by, right? But after following through on his word with me and after showing his unwavering support for his ride or die, what he's lacked in big splashy moments, he's definitely made up for by just being a genuine dude behind the scenes. So the man who, if you've seen his TikTok and Instagram posts, and if you're anything like me, made you question your sexuality, Mr. Chauncey Palmer, welcome to the podcast. What's up? What's up? So my first question was going to be, do you actually own a shirt? But you're wearing one right now, so the answer yeah. is yes. Yes, I'll maybe one hoodie, one shirt, kind of just you know. <laughs> I didn't recognize that. you when I didn't recognize when you first came on because I'm used to seeing you with, with with no clothes on. Exactly right. It's different. It's it's something new. I'm trying 2023. Is it okay? New new uh, <laughs> new new year new shirt new year new shirt new you new who <laughs> new shirt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> new you new who <laughs> new who um. Now, obviously, you 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 uh, do a lot 
on the on the social meds, right? I mean, yes. I've never, bro, every time I like refresh my feed, it's like there's a Chauncey post. Like, dude, how many hours a day? Like how much time in your daily schedule is dedicated to creating and posting content? Honestly, not a lot. Like I'll go in the gym. My workouts are about two and a half, three hours. So Jeez. I would film. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember I'll, those days. I remember, I I remember back in, in my 20s when I used to be able to work out for that long. Now, if I'm if I'm in there for 30 minutes, it's like a miracle. <laughs> but it's it's well, it has to be. It's because of the show, too, though. Like once I was able to like finish filming and everything, I came back and reflected. So a lot of my training now is for this, like for the show in case one day they ever call me back. But um, for the most part, yeah, I'll, I'll film in the beginning for about 20 minutes and then I'll film at the end for about 20 minutes. And I'll just try to do as many different things as I can within that time, edit them, and I'll have about 10 videos because <laughs> they're just each video I post is about seven seconds. So it's not, you know, it's not bad. Now, not only have you made, you know, you've been quite successful and you've made a, a you know, lucrative living, whatever you want to call it on social media, but you also found something else very important in your life on social media. Absolutely. And that is. Your, I mean, girlfriend, yeah. almost fiance, <laughs> coming soon, maybe. Who knows? Is it, is exactly it too? Is it too when, early to say that? Too, it's I don't. Loading, I don't say, it's, I don't say it's too. I don't say it's too early, but I say it's when the time is right. You know, we yeah. Yeah. we've been together. Literally, we met. In person yeah, how'd you meet? That's time. what I'm saying. Like, okay. So we met on social media. We knew each other for a few years. So we was already friends for a bit. And then mm -hmm. we finally got the chance to meet in person. And once we met in person, we did a collab for uh, for YouTube, for my YouTube. And we haven't separated since. Like, we literally been together since. We did the video that weekend. She had a tattoo of my initials on her neck that weekend. But it was a bet. It was a bet. But she still did it anyways. And then we moved in together uh, maybe three weeks later, and we've been together since. <laughs> really taking things slow, you two. I love it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but Man, it's at, at this rate. I mean, you guys are gonna have a whole ass family in the next, you know, yeah, few months. Who, know, who, know, <laughs> who knows? But it's Jeez. it's crazy because like it's. I'm on the exact opposite. It's so funny. Like me and you are. You're what, you're 23 opposite. now, right? Yeah, it's 23. Well, 24 tomorrow. Dude, happy. Almost birthday, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. 24 right. tomorrow. Yes. 24. God. <laughs> if I could go back, if I only knew then what I know now. What do you know now? Uh, dude, we don't have enough time on this podcast. <laughs> okay. I've, learned, I've learned a lot. Listen, I've learned a lot. However, my best advice to people is do as I say, not as I do. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Please. Okay. Do not follow. Do, do not do not follow my footsteps, kids. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, um, just to go back on that though. Amber and I, we, yeah, like our pace seems faster than anybody. But at the same time, it's like it feels like at a perfect pace for us. So we've been moving and moving, doing all this different stuff, and it's like it just feels right. So why not change it? Well, I gotta say. The theme of this season is ride or dies, and there are some very questionable ride or dies. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I have to say, the, I mean, without question, you two have proven why you guys are each other's ride or dies. And it's just been, it was amazing to watch because usually the challenge house, the strain you're put under, the microscope you're put under, the emotional toll it takes on you, it has a way of driving a wedge in between yeah. couples. And it has a way of, you know, 
bringing out the worst in relationships. And yeah. even when things were as intense as they got, the two of you, uh, you know, never wavered and you guys were just always, you know, by each other's side. It was really impressive to watch, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You know, we already gone through a lot um, within a short period of time. I'm not going to go too much into details as far as that, but we definitely gone in, into a lot. So like going into the house, we already felt at our strongest, but then it only made us like know why we wanted to be with each other more because we were spending, you already know the time in the challenge houses yeah. feels like years. So it's literally like we were spending all day, every day together. Only different is we have no phones, no TV. So it's like we're forced to communicate, forced to play all these weird games and just try to like really get to know each other. And like, that's what made us feel stronger. So when we left the house, we felt better than ever. I'm going to say, I rarely saw either one of you. You guys, like you said, you guys spent a lot of time hibernating there. Um, no, uh, there was, was a few days I woke up. And, and Mariah's. I mean, uh, I said you were bananas, Mariah's because you was with Mariah the whole time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Blame it on me. Yeah, right, dude. That was it. Yeah, I, that took a while. That, that, there was a lot of it, it, That took a while to, uh, to thaw out, dude. Trust me. That was a nah. tough nut to crack. Now. Oh, I know, but. No, you on. guys. It was, your, it was your guitar. It was your guitar and Mariah. Yep. So yeah, if I, mean, I didn't see you playing your guitar, you was yeah. in the room with Mariah and never seen you. So guitar's my first love, man. Hey, listen, you're pretty good at it. So you, you forgot about you forgot about Devin. I also spent quite a bit of time with Devin as well. You did. You did spend I think I that was actually my real showman. I mean, I joke about it, but it's actually true. I mean, I think him and I, I mean, obviously after watching the season and seeing what a snaky piece of shit he was, and listen to me, that's pot calling the kettle black, but geez, watching this season, I'm like, Devin. How could you? I feel, I feel yeah. betrayed now. Oh, so this is what it feels like to snake. You. Ah, okay. No, yeah, right. I've been doing people for so long. Like I've just never been on the other oh, side wow. of it. So, um, no, yeah, he's that was the, well. Listen, was uh, you know, like I said, man. I mean, ride or die couples. You guys, one hundred percent, fit the mold. But let's back up a little bit. Uh, we're gonna get to, to this episode. We're gonna go back a few episodes because obviously. You made some waves. You ruffled some feathers a few ep episodes ago when you made what, and correct me if I'm wrong, appeared to be a deal basically with Jordan while also working with like the Nelson, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jay, and sort of Devin Alliance on the other side. You caught some heat for that. You obviously had an explanation as to like what that was and what it wasn't. So break it down for me. Okay, so um, what people didn't really see too much is that I was sharing a room with not only Jay, but I was sharing a room with Jordan. Jordan came into the game a little bit later. And so it was like, I don't know Jordan, but we're going to, of course, build a friendship over time. If not, then we don't. And we ended up having so many different conversations where we sat down and talked for hours, just not even about the game, just about him personally, about my life. And it's like, this is why I was like, yo, he's one of my favorite vets is because no, like you said he was your favorite. Don't say one of you said one Jordan of, was is my Jordan. number one. Bananas is uh, distant this. second. I'm like, damn, but, how are you going to do me like that, bro? No, I'm sorry, Bananas. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, <laughs> but it was like we had like all these like conversations. So it was like when I seen that he was or when I seen Jay threw him down, not once, but twice, I wanted to let him know. If he ever came back, I have nothing to do with it. But also if Jay, the past times that Jay threw him down there, I don't have anything. I didn't have anything to do with that either. Yeah. He, he knew, he knew clear that I was working with Jay. 
So it wasn't like, okay, you know, I'm trying to make, you know, deals and everything, but I did tell him like, you're my boy. So if it comes around where Amber and I win, I won't say your name just because Jay is. I was mm-hmm. like, I have a lot of respect for you. At that time, I was like, I want to get my and Zanani out, to be honest, because you guys, of course, like you're, you're a champ. So it's like, I want to get you guys out. But I understand Jordan's a champion and everything, but we had that connection in the room. So it was like, I mean, I just don't want to be in between two of my friends fighting, basically. So now, and, and, and this is what I found funny about that situation. And I've called Devin a hypocrite multiple times on this podcast and to his face. I just found it funny how he was accusing you of basically playing both sides. And he's the one that basically, you know, the whole game once. Yeah. Well, once it was, once it was made clear to him uh, that you and Amber, you know, were having conversations with the other side, he tells Nelson, it turns into this big thing. Oh my God. Chauncey's playing both sides. It's like, uh, yo, pot meat kettle. Like, I mean, you (laughs) guys are doing the exact same thing. So why was it, I mean, didn't you find that like hypocritical? Like, and 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 that's nothing. Why didn't you bring that up? Like, that's what I would have said. I'd been like, you guys are literally doing the exact same thing. And I didn't bring it up, but Amber did bring it up. They had, a, I don't know if they showed it, um, but they had a conversation where because he was they also didn't. mad. That was was that when when Devin came into the room and confronted her? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wasn't shown. And, and that's crazy because they had a long conversation. And she and it was all about him hearing that Amber called him a snake and everything like that. And it's simple. We never talk game with them. So why are we going to ever, you know what I'm saying? Like ever, I mean, talk to them in general, I guess, yeah. and something like that. So it was, it, I never need, I never felt like I needed to bring it up because at the time it's like, I'm not even playing both sides. I'm literally just telling one of my friends that, <laughs> that I don't have anything against you because my other friend does. <laughs> but know? if you so, are, but if you are, so what you got to look here's the way you got to look at it. You got to look at that other side and be like, all right, well, where am I on this totem? On this board, right. If you, if absolutely. you have Devin Nelson, Jay, you know, you could probably even throw Horacio and Olivia in there. Um, you know, I'm not exactly sure where Fessy's allegiance was at this point. He was kind of playing the middle, but it's like, you would definitely be below that. It's like, you got to look at it like, well, I'd be damn near the bottom uh, of your totem pole. Absolutely. Jordan's been targeted by this alliance multiple times. Yeah. Why? I'd be in a much better position with him. And it's like, dude, you got you got to just do whatever you can to keep your head above water, you know? Exactly. So, okay. So I understand, obviously, uh, the beef that, that, that transpired between Nelson and Amber, right? I mean, it was basically Nelson... Literally telling her, I'm not going to say your name. You know, I, I, I've got you. You're, you know, whatever in my alliance, which then he said in the, which then he admitted in the, the in the interrogation, she wasn't yeah. in his top four. So whatever. Exactly. I understand like where that beef came from, right? Was the fact that he told her he wasn't going to say her name. And then five minutes later sent you guys in. Yes. But when did this like beef then go from like Amber to you. It's cause it's cause I, and I, and I had, I was kind of like, I must've been just on another planet, but like, I remember being in the elimination when you guys went into the, uh, the, the, the tower one against Darrell and Veronica. And as you were walking away, Devin's like, shut the fuck up, bitch. And I'm like, Whoa. Oh yeah. And I was aggressive. Where did that come from? uh, Baby Wes. But like, but I, I know, (laughs) but I'm like, I didn't realize there was like any animosity. There was that animosity strictly because of the, 
you know, fracture that occurred between Nelson and Amber and you just kind of had her back and you were kind of like collateral damage or what? Devin at the time didn't even know what I was talking about. When I was down there, I was yelling to Nelson. I was like, you had two times. Nelson knew exactly what I was talking about because he said he should have told us that he was going to say our names. And then he said our names again and didn't Mm -hmm. say anything. So I was yelling. I was like, you had two times to say something and you didn't. So mm-hmm. I don't know where that came from, from Devin. I'm thinking just because Devin was hurt that he thought Amber called him a snake. So he just wanted to, I don't know. Like, you know I what? don't know at all <laughs> to be, to be completely honest. Listen, man, if, if mo- I've learned this from the show, right? Because back in the day when I was on the challenge, people would accuse me of being certain mean things. I'd always be like, these people are crazy. Like, get the fuck out of here. Right. But after a while, once enough people, Start saying the same thing. Maybe it's time to, you know, do a little self-reflection and be like, Absolutely. maybe they have a point. So if you have multiple people in the house, Michelle, Amber, I mean, I was saying it secretly yeah. as well, <laughs> calling Devin a snake. It's like, instead of trying to like, you know, put them on blast and gaslight them and make it out like you're not at, like, just own it, dude. Like, exactly. And what was funny is. And I remember that conversation he had with Amber, which was very similar to the Michelle conversation where basically. Yes. He's just trying to publicly, you know, I don't know, ostracize her. So people then think that she's what he's being accused of. But Mm -hmm. he goes, she goes, he goes, you called me a snake. He goes, you know, every time, you know, after a challenge, when I'd go in the room and I'd talk to Nelson, you know, about what, about what's going on in the game. And I'm sitting there listening to that. And I'm like, Devin, that was three minutes after you talked to me about what was going on in the game. So you would literally (laughs) go from talking to me about game and what's going to happen to then going and talking to the other side. And (laughs) So, I mean, no, he's basically, crazy. you know, so, so anyways, yeah. well, listen, well, last, last episode, you obviously, you got your revenge on, uh, Nelson, if you even want to call it revenge yeah. by saving me in the dagger mm. pull as opposed to Nelson, which thank you very much. I appreciate that. Of course. Always, always. <laughs> um, was that purely like out of like, I don't know, spite revenge sticking up for your girl, or was there some strategy behind that? Cause you said before, keep me around. Isn't something you wanted to do? No, of course. But at this, like in the beginning, I'm like in the very beginning before Nelson again threw us in. I wanted you and Nani out of the game. I didn't really know Nani too much, and so we're like, we want bananas gone. Why are we gonna have bananas here? But um, got to know you a little bit more um, in the game. Nelson does dirty. So when it got to that point at the daggers, I'm like. I have somebody that I've never done. No one has ever done me dirty. He was out here cheering for Amber, trying to help her in the in the pole wrestle. So it's like there's only one person that's really been there for me and Amber in the game, too, at this point, along with, of course, we had our few friends. So it's an easy decision to not save Nelson. And we also need a stronger, strong player. And I think you're personally stronger than he is on our team because we don't know if anything's going to happen. So it's like, we need the strongest player on our team right now. And I think you versus Nelson, you're, you're obviously stronger. And they don't show it, but um, you and I actually had a conversation about this dagger pull, right? Because yes. I, this was the first dagger pull I was going to do uh, alone. I think we all knew that Fessy was going to be the main vote. Um, so going in, I'm like, I don't want to do this thing where I, I already knew I was like, all right, Nelson and 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 Fessy are probably 100% going to save each other. So there's no point Absolutely. in having a conversation. But then at the same time, I was like, Chauncey probably wants to get rid of me. So if I'm in the draw, unless I pull the safe, I'm fucked. Yeah. But 
you actually approached me and um, or it was Amber and you guys were like, dude, Nelson just came up to us. And this was like an hour before yeah, going me. to, yeah, to elimination. Yeah, you came up to me and you're like, hey, dude, if I pull it, save me. And if you pull it, I'm like, done. And that was like the first like deal I've ever made in the whole game. <laughs> like, you know, up in, you know what I'm saying? Like that was the first deal I've made. So it was like, I just wanted to make sure we were good because we both knew where we stood. If it, if you were the main vote, I wasn't going to be saved. Or if I was, um, you wasn't going to be saved. So we we had that understanding, even though it makes sense. But it's, you know, I just like making sure you knew and it was solidified. Um, it was everything. Well, that went a long way because I have to say, and, and I mentioned this in, in, in my opening remarks, integrity, honesty, loyalty. I mean, these are things that just are not synonymous with the challenge. I mean, I've yeah. said this in the past. I joke about it, but it's like I, I even said, you know, we're you know, being noble and nobility gets you in the challenge. Absolutely fucking nowhere. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the fact that you, you know, obviously came through like, dude, I'm not going to lie, bro. Like I got there. We looked at that elimination. I'm like, I knew what it was. I've never done it before, but I've seen it done. I'm yeah. like, this is right in Fessy's wheelhouse. I'm like, I feel Absolutely. like whoever goes in against him. I mean, this is, it's going to be a long day at the office. So, and, that, and that's what I was thinking is I was like, damn, dude, I know Chauncey has this thing with Nelson, but is is he thinking like, oh, this is my opportunity to like take down bananas? You know what I mean? So that I, and again, that was that was a, in my opinion, dude. That that yeah. went a long way. That meant a lot, dude. Yeah, because everybody everybody wants to go against you know people that haven't won in a final. Where in my eyes, in my head, I want to go against people that won that have done it multiple times because I want to because I think it would feel greater if I was to you know be in a final and be you know be Jordan be be bananas be every you know what i'm saying just be everybody and it's like that's crazy so i just um i want to be in the f- final with the best of the best always and well, that so that's my mindset when pulling a dagger you know so it's like i want to oh i'm going to save bananas so i can make sure you know this this happens well that that makes one of us because i'm the exact opposite <laughs> i'm like how can i get rid of all the best i want to run against i mean dude if someone's like literally like on crutches i'm like that's who I want to go against. See, no, I give I me the guy that I, rolled his ankle right before the final, and I'm just that, that, that's I, I can't like for me. I just can't like I want to. I want to. I don't know. Like it would feel better for me knowing that as like they push me to my max. I'm already yeah. getting pushed to my max because TJ's doing some stupid stuff. But these this group of people, you know, what I'm saying to beat them that puts you at a. I feel like it puts you at a different type of level also. Especially when you're when you're underrated, like like I am, I feel. And that and it's I'm glad that you brought that up because Nelson made a point uh, on my podcast last time of basically saying something similar. So I want you to listen to this and just yeah. kind of give me give me give me your thoughts. This rookie, he's going to end up choosing me and thinking of his revenge to prove to his girlfriend or finally drop his boss or whatever it was that all he got me back. But what he didn't realize is that in that position as a rookie, you have a chance to get rid of a seven-time champion before the final is around the corner. And he wasn't thinking like that. He was not. See, okay, there's a few things. There's a few things with that. Um, one, it, <laughs> one, of course you're gonna if you know if you're basically backstabbing my girl, I'm gonna get you back no matter who you are. And I told him this in the bar. I said, if you do this, you're gonna make this gonna be the you're gonna regret it. And I literally made that clear to him and Nerese, and that's what happened. So it's not like, 
you know, like he knew that that I was going to go for him at some point if I had the chance. And I don't see it's a rookie move. He had the chance to say you guys name and didn't. So why, why now do I have to do that dirty work? Doesn't make any sense. I feel like, I don't feel like a banana on the show. I feel like a hot potato. Okay. Cause yeah, I feel like yeah. everyone's just tossing me around. Like, no, 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 no. You deal with him. No, 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 no. It's your turn yeah. to deal with him. But no one wants to. Right. Like, and like you said, I, it's funny because, you know, uh, they accuse Jay of not pulling the trigger. Then Jay accused Nelson of not pulling the trigger. Then they, they accused you of not twice. pulling the trigger. And it's like, but you guys all had the same opportunity. So what the fuck, man? They, and at that, they won twice, both teams at that. So they both yeah. had the chance to. And of course, they're playing to whatever works for their game. But it's like, why do you expect me to do that when Bananas and I never, you know, nothing? We have, we don't have no problems. So I don't feel Chauncey, like no you don't want that. that smoke, bro. Come on. <laughs> Okay, maybe challenge. Um, call me back so I could uh, hand you out bananas that smoke. You don't want that smoke, Chance <laughs> Dog. Come on, man. Uh, let's get into the episode. Um, let's get into the episode. I know we we spend a little bit of time talking about, but backstory is important. All right, of course. We have of context course. now, everyone. If you haven't watched the last few episodes, now you know. Chauncey's relationship history, you know why Jordan apparently is his favorite over me, which I still don't understand. You know that, like, you want to see the man with no top, you go on his TikTok or Instagram. Yeah, right, yeah. Anyways, got it all cleared up. All right. Let's go back, uh, obviously, to the uh, the elimination with um, Nelson and Fessy. You obviously sent Nelson in, right? Yes. So who are you rooting for? To come back, okay. Who who are you? Who are you rooting for in this elimination to come back? Even though you said Nelson, do you want him to go, or, or, or are you trying to hope that Fessy gets the axe? Again, it's about having you know the strongest players on your team. So mm-hmm. I felt like uh, we needed Fessy in the game too. So it's of course it's not like I was rooting for Fessy because I really wasn't. Like at that point, it sucks to see that your team's down there regardless no matter who it is, even if I had to say Nelson's name, if he, if we didn't get in that position, you know, at the end of the day, like that is what it is. But now that I have to, and it's like, it's, I don't really care at this point as far as saying his name, he said our name, but I don't, I wasn't really like rooting for anybody to come back. If he did come back, it would have made a whole nother problem as you see, because Norris would have came back and then all this other nonsense. Yeah. yeah, So would have been, would have been something, man. What is your understanding of a burn vote? What do you know about a burn vote? Before this one even took place and Fessy going in, like, do you know what a burn, I mean? Yeah, of course. You're basically, you're just saying a random name, honestly, to tie it up. But like, yeah, I don't know. I honestly don't know what would happen. Like, if. Well, well, no, you're not saying a random name to tie it up. The purpose no. of a burn vote usually is to save face. Same, same face. Okay, okay, okay. Usually, that's what a traditionally what a burn vote is, is you want to look like you don't want any blood on your hands. Yeah. So yeah. there'll be like two votes going down. It's like, you know, three here, four here, and it'll be like really close. And so you end up voting for someone who has absolutely, absolutely. no shot of going in just so that whoever ends up going in yeah. or, you know, is second place doesn't come for you. But did you consider what Mariah did? Did you consider that a burn vote? Do you think she knew what she was doing? Or do you think the moment just got the best of her and she just had a brain fart? I don't think she knew what she was doing. Um, 
because even then, like in her, she was saying like she didn't want her team to go in. So mm-hmm. we, you don't know. We never, we haven't seen it. So we don't know what would happen if there was a tie. So it was like I, at the same time, in a way, she's like, okay, maybe I should just do it because I'm saving my team. So I think she, she only did it in the best interest for her team because she understands that her they're already losing numbers. Well, and which brings me to my next point. Do you, so so what you're saying is her team, the guy she was riding for on her team, she was riding for harder than her ride or die at this point. At that point, yeah, because they weren't yeah. really communicating. They, you know, Fessy, he wasn't talking to her about anything once they stopped being partners. So, I mean, it makes sense for her to ride for a team harder. I mean, I was. I was riding for my team harder than Amber at a certain point because I want my team to win. She was riding Damn. for her team yeah, at a you know, certain point because she wants her team to win. It's That's fucked it's up. Happen. You want me to edit? I can edit that part out if you want. Yeah, so edit, it out, here. edit it out. Edit it out. No, but she knows. Like, you know, you're playing your own game. And for Mariah and Fessy's uh, sake, it's like they were playing their own game the minute they split up into teams. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it only made sense for Mariah to do that. What did you see happen to their partnership? I mean, at what point did you realize? Because like I said, I mean, there's some some true rider dies in this house, right? I mean, yeah. like I said, I mean, there was, you know, Casey and her brother. There's yeah. you and Amber, you know, Nani and myself. Uh, I, I mean, the list goes on. I can't, I'm, uh, I mean, even, it's, you know, Tori and, and, and Devin to an extent. But they, I don't think even from Jump Street were ride or dies. But at what point did you... Did it? Did it really? Did you see the writing on the wall that it's like, all right, you know, Fessy's kind of completely playing his own game, and so is she. It clicked when he was talking about the burn boat. That's mm-hmm. when, because I was in the kitchen when that happened. But other than that, I never really paid attention closely to how they were with each other. But when I seen that they were talking about um, just the fact that he, she burned the boat and everything, that kind of like. Okay, they don't really seem to be on the on the right page like most people here are. So it looked a little iffy to me. At the same same scene, we're in the kitchen. They're having they're hashing out the the, the burn vote situation. Jordan comes in. Obviously, he went back on his word, said Fessy's name after he told him that he wouldn't. Are you buying his excuse for why he? said Fessy's name. He's basically saying that I was not going to say his name. I was 100% going to say someone else. And then Tori came up to me and, you know, used my relationship as leverage and became a terrorist. Uh, and he doesn't <sighs> negotiate with terrorists. And that's what changed it. Or do you think, and I'm just playing the devil's advocate here. Do you yeah. think that's the route Jordan always wanted to go? He always wanted to say Fessy for obvious reasons. Yeah. But he was just using Tori approaching him as a convenient excuse to kind of almost take the own like the ten, take the ownership off himself and basically put it on her. I was like, I was gonna yeah. save you until Tori said what she said. Yeah, I really think that he might have wanted to get Fessy out. I'm not 100 sure, but I think he wanted to get Fessy out, and that was always gonna be his plan. Can you think it of just, any reasons why he might want Fessy yeah, out? Yeah, but I don't want to uh, <laughs> go too deep. I know they have their little uh, their problems over there. But <laughs> you have any idea why? I mean, you know, do you know? Fill me in on the history. Uh, I don't know why. No, why, why do they have problems? Uh, bananas. Um, yeah, uh, can you tell me about their history bit? Because it's like, like, I, it's like a little foggy. I don't, I don't know, but I wasn't on that season, dude. But <laughs> I, Amber was. Well, she's not here right now, so we'll oh, just ask her no. another time. Yeah. All right. But, All right. <laughs> well, if you remember it, if you if you remember why, like throughout the podcast, at some point, just okay. Feel free to just shout it out. Just shout it out. Okay. Okay. Anyways, but yeah, go so, ahead. I'm sorry. So when Tori when Tori came, it was just a perfect 
it just happened perfectly to where he's like, okay, now I can. Wait, when Tori when Tory came, came to Jordan. When, 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 oh, 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 I, I thought you meant a few seasons ago. Yeah. Anyways, I thought you were about to fill me in on on, on what on what happened. But, all right. Next. 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 <laughs> what's so funny? Bro, what's, so nothing. funny, John. What are you laughing you're, about? You're a clown. Oh my god. <laughs> um. All right. So, so Tori came. All right. And then, then what? So yeah, you know, uh, Jordan. Jordan used it perfectly. Like it, she came to came to Jordan and speak off Fessy. So. At that point, it's like, okay, now I can say say Fessy's name because, I mean, this is a perfect excuse for it. Why was she, this mother, like, and I didn't really understand this. Why was she coming, like, why was she, <laughs> why was she going so far out of her way to look out for Fessy? You know what I mean? Like, all right, yeah. you, you said what you said. Obviously, Fessy held up his side of the bargain didn't say Jordan's name, but why is she going so far after he's already had a conversation with Fessy saying he's not going to say her name. Why was she putting so much of her political capital behind this decision? I, I don't, I can't tell you. I'm not sure. Maybe she seen him as one, like saw him as one of the, the strong, like the strongest player on our team. I'm or was not, it something like, or was it something like, hey, if I do this solid for you, on, you, you, you know, when it. it comes to a vote, you you gotta, you know, do a solid. Most, you gotta throw most back likely, my way. Yeah, most likely, quid pro. We call that a quid pro quo. Yeah. Um. So do you feel so? Okay. So then on this, Fessy versus Jordan, uh, who was right, who was wrong? Do you feel like Jordan owed Fessy anything? Do you feel like he was in the wrong for saying his name, or do you think it was justified uh, based on? you know, Tory being a terrorist. I just, I don't feel like he owes Fessy anything, but at the same time, it's like he should have just, if he had a feeling, if he says he plays with integrity and honesty, then he should have just set it straight up to him, you know, because he says that he plays the game with that. So it's like, just be up front and do it, you know? And we, you can see that he wanted to get Fessy out. Do you want to know, Chauncey, why I don't, play the game with integrity. Why? What's up? Nobody does. Well, I don't. But the reason why, <laughs> the main reason why, is because then I never have to be accused of not playing the game with integrity. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah, no shit. I'll tell you right now, I don't play the game with integrity. Okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so if you're walking around, you're like, oh man, I play this game with integrity. I play this straight up. I'm fucking honest. Guess what? You're always honest. And if you're not, then it's like, you know, so it's like... Everyone's going to use it. Yeah. Simple That's fix. True. Just, Just, you know... Just, uh, just, just don't, own it, man. Just don't. <laughs> just don't. Just don't. Just don't. Word to the wise, people. <laughs> Integrity's overrated. Um, <laughs> a little bit. We get a quick shot of you and Amber on the phone with, uh, with her family. Seemed like a very emotional call. Why was Amber having such like a, a, a rough go this season? Like, what was it? I mean, obviously she went. You know, she she had a loss. But what was it about this season? I guess that was different than others. That was so just like difficult for her. It has to do with the, again, with the loss. And, you know, we had a point in time at the beginning of the season, we were all sick. Like, <laughs> I don't know, like from the water or something out there, but mm -hmm. um, it, she had a loss and she wanted to take, to take a break before this season. And it's like, she came on this, the season just for me, you know? So it's like, she's there just so I can get the opportunity to, to show the world who I am. So 
she's there. She loses her grandmother being there and she's just staying so I could get the chance to hopefully win. And it just sucks because like, you know, people are saying that she's calling people snakes and they're coming at her and like she's getting the same treatment she gets every year. So it's a tough situation because it's like you're you're going through so much and it's I don't know, like she's just getting alienated by all the girls. The girls are getting clicky where they're not talking to her no more. So it's just her by herself. And it's it's like, I don't, I don't really, I don't even know how to like really explain it. Like, it's just, it's hard being in that environment, not being able to speak to your family every day, knowing that you lost a family member, not being able to go to that family member's funeral because you're deciding to stay in the game and like everything around you in the atmosphere is just feels like you're getting closed in. And as the people are leaving, it feels like it's just getting smaller and smaller. Yeah. Well, I got to say, man, you're a, you're, you're a rock, Chaunce. You are a rock, dude. So, um, all right. So, let's get into the challenge. Uh, it's This was a long one. I mean, again, there's a lot of things that people don't see, okay? And the reason this challenge was so annoying, it was one of the closest, location-wise, it was one of the closest challenges to the house. I think it was yes. like a 10-minute drive. Yes. And they always do this. They always bring us to, to set way before we need to be there. But generally, it's a far drive. So they have to, you know, they have to account for, oh, what if there's traffic or flat tire or whatever, right? So they leave it plenty of time. There was no excuse. This one was 10 minutes from the house. Yeah. We got there like two and a half, three hours early and just sat on the bus. Sat on the bus. <laughs> I'm like, what are we doing? Remember the, the, the dog came up? Yeah, we were like, like, there was like a dog outside. outside. We're feeding it like, like our lunch. <laughs> um, we're just in this big hay field somewhere. It was like a 16-hour um, day. Yeah, dude. Or like 12-hour day. It was ridiculous. And the only reason they it went into the night is because they kept us there for so long in the beginning that it was like yeah. late when we started. So anyways, uh, the first round, which was actually the second round, was the uh, the slingshot target situation. Jordan and Fetsy, yeah. arms shoot up so fast, like they're almost dislocated their shoulder. Yeah, yeah. I feel like instead of a target, the icon should have been like a measuring tape to, you know, to measure each other's dick sizes. Because <laughs> that's what it seemed like. <laughs> no, it really Both guys were like, oh, that's man. Why, you know, Amber said it, you know, it was ego versus ego. So they they had to, they just wanted to prove something to, to one, I guess, to each other, I guess. I don't know. Couldn't be sure. any more, it couldn't be any more meathead. It's like there's a target. <laughs> That's true. Like a they tar- turned into cavemen. Ah. Like they were like, oh. I'm actually yeah. glad too, because they didn't show this, but Fessy and I actually, actually argued for a second. Yeah. About doing it. Right. And he's like, no, nah, I got this. I'm like, all right, man, you, you got say it. He, played, he was like, I played football. So I got, he thought it was going to be throwing footballs at targets. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be at Fessy, but whatever. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, I've never been so happier in my entire life. That was one of the reasons I was laughing so hard. I've never been happier in my entire life that once we showed up and we saw what the challenge was and what they yeah. had to do, and now they had to drink all disgusting shit. I'm just like, thank you, Fessy. It's all oh, yours, yeah. brother. I would have been struggling with that. Absolutely. Those targets seem to be very annoying. Um, lasted a lot longer than it looked. Uh, yeah. But the other team ends up helping. Devin ends up you know, uh, helping out, which again, I mean, it was a lot long. He started helping way into, into the, into the round. Do you think that that made a difference? You think that that is what oh, yeah. they can attribute to them losing? Oh yeah. Cause we would have just kept going. We would have been there all day, all night. <laughs> 
because you know Fessy wasn't hitting anything at a point because he was just he I felt like he was just throwing up <laughs> like so it's crazy because you know we at the same time it's like that didn't do anything for Devin's game at all like their whole team like they should have never done that but you know when you're watching somebody shooting slingshots and throwing up for what hours hour or so hours it's like dang you start to feel bad because like that's it looks like <laughs> it looks like torture honestly well you want to know my theory. I think Devin was doing that to try and build up some goodwill with Fessy. You know, he's like, oh, you know, Uh, let me do this. That way I have something. If I go into the interrogation room, if we lose on a guy's day, I can go in and be like, Fessy, come on, man. If it wasn't for me, you'd still be out there puking. Dang, that's crazy. Because if Tori didn't say, I mean, if Jordan didn't say his name, Tori would also have something too. Yeah. That would have been I know. Uh, I never really even thought about it like that. I could. You guys can't see this, but but right now Chauncey is having what they call an epiphany. His eyeballs just got really big, and he's like, (laughs) it's all sinking in. It's all sinking in. Good thing, Chauncey. Good thing. Here we are. What nine months later? You thought it it, it just dawned on you what what was going on? Wow. (laughs) In the future, just gonna say. Try and like you know process these things a little bit faster. Absolutely. We might we might not have nine months to make a, to make a, a, an educated you know, decision in the future. When you're in that when you're in the house, it's just like you're you're just on go. So I, I haven't I didn't really like get to like you know and, and again having to be my first season. It's like I never really got to think about those tiny details. So I mean yeah. it shows why you I mean it shows why you win. So the devil is in the details, my friend. Absolutely. Um, Amber and Horacio beat us. I mean, I guess, again, something else they don't show. It's like Tori, for whatever reason, couldn't get blue and purple straight. So I was saying blue and she was looking at purple and purple was blue. And then we argued the rest of the season about what the color purple was. And I'd point at things. She'd be like, that's not purple. I'm like, Tori, it literally says purple underneath. Like, what are you talking about? Running back and forth and double checking a few times. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude, I, I I will say I've, I've, those are like the hardest things to do because you have to remember multiple, like you're not just remembering yeah. a shape, you're, you're, you're remembering a shape, the direction the shape is pointed, and then you remember the color of that shape and then the background color. Yeah. So there's like three or four different things. And the problem is with me is I, I'm like the type of guy that I only want to make one trip. Like I go to the grocery store and I have like 15 bags. I don't want to make two trips. So I try and carry all 15 bags at once. (laughs) That's kind of like the mistake I made with this challenge where it was like, I should have just maybe tried to remember like one or two. I was remembering, I was trying to remember like four. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It happens. (laughs) It happens. Or, or you was trying to throw it for Mariah. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. You didn't strike (laughs) me as... You didn't strike me as a conspiracy theorist, Chauncey. Well, now you got me thinking nine months later, so I don't know. The world may (laughs) never know. Oh, who knows? Come on, dude. Like, I would ever throw a challenge. (laughs) You know who you're dealing with? I would never. Sure. The whole integrity conversation we had earlier. Um, (laughs) So then we get down to obviously the final round. Uh, I can't, I was so happy again that I took. The uh, one that I did, the memorization sprinting puzzle, because when I saw what you and Casey had to do, I was like, that was tough. Yours. However, I will say, I think without even knowing, we 100% put, I mean, you and Casey, you guys had, like, you were completely, it was tailor made for you guys. 
Casey yeah. has incredible grip strength. You're, I mean, you got great legs. All right. And I'm, yeah. I'm just saying, I looked at him once or twice. <laughs> you got some great, got some great <laughs> sticks, John. So, Thank I mean, you. yeah, I mean, this was like tailor made for the two of you. But going into that must have been difficult because knowing it was a girl's day, was there any part of you uh, that wanted to potentially not perform well to hopefully like no. save your girl? There wasn't because it, you know, coming into the game, Amber told me to play my own game. And when we split the team, she said, play for your team. She said, play your, because think about it. If I'd thrown that or if I didn't go as hard and we lost, everybody would have thought that it was me. And then that would have been way worse for my game. So my mindset's like, dang, I don't want Amber to go home, but she's telling me to do what I got to do to make it to the final. Not do what we have to do, but do what you have to do. And in that case, I'm doing what I have to do, and that's to get my team to win. And I've never played a game where it's like I don't give my 100%, no matter what it is. I'm not going to throw a challenge, you know, a challenge. Like, that's not, that's just not happening. So if I'm partnered up with Casey, Casey, I even told Amber, I was like, Casey's somebody I always want to be a partner with. So it's like the, the, I get the time to do it. I'm going to go as hard as I can because I want to see how we compete together. And it went perfectly. I mean, you did. Very listen. This was this was one of those, like you said, very fast for a very yeah. short period of time. Story <laughs> of my life, but that's all you needed. I mean, you guys True. got the technique down, and again, the the combination of your legs and her strength. I mean, and her, I'm sorry, her grip and your legs were you know yeah. that's exactly what 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 worked. But like you said, I mean, listen, dude, uh, and it showed when you got back to the house. Just like you know, you broke down. You were emotional. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it really showed that you you know had like this internal turmoil going on where it's like obviously yeah. you want to you want to help your team win you want to be a team player but then it's like by doing that you're putting your girl um, absolutely in jeopardy because you come into the game you know and you're like if you're we're into teams but you want to run that final with your your ride or die you know so the fact that i'm and mind you we don't know that people have a chance to come back to the game so i'm like I'm I'm sending this is a chance that I might be sending Amber home and I got to do this thing on my own, you know, and she's been helping walking me through to tell me how to do certain things and teach me how to play this game a little bit throughout this whole season. So I'm like, if I lose her now, it's like, dang, this is it's going to be tough for me. And so it was it was hard. It was a hard um, like once I did it, I felt great because my team won. But at the same time, it was like this now Amber might go home. Do you ever and 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 I've seen this before and obviously this and honestly this is nothing this is no knock on your relationship or any other yeah. relationship but I feel like sometimes what happens when you come into the house in a relationship is you don't necessarily get the quote like the full challenge experience yeah. because you're there with your significant other do you Absolutely. feel like is there any part of you that was like oh well if she goes home which I don't necessarily want to happen I don't know maybe I get to like hang out a little bit Maybe get to know bananas a little better. No, uh, no, honestly, like my mindset was like, now that we're into teams, I'm able to show people how I could really like compete because, you know, what's being together, you're as good as your partner. And we were learning each other throughout this, you know, throughout the course of working together and being partners. So now they're on different teams. It's like now I can show people what I can do and show people that I could do things for my team. And it allowed me to just kind of, you know, blossom a little bit. When did Amber, so, and then fast forward to the interrogation, when did Amber let you know that she was basically going to uh, target Mariah? Because she could have, she could have went out, she could have, 
She could have uh, petitioned for Nani or Mariah. Was that still, and again, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure, was that she, still some like leftover, I guess, animosity from the dagger pull when Mariah saved uh, Nani over her? Yeah, she didn't. She didn't care. Like, it wasn't about the fact that Mariah saved uh, Nani. Mariah kind of like pushed Amber out the way to get to the dagger. So that also was like, okay, now you're doing this. Like, now it's a little personal. Not only you push me out the way, but now you're not saving me out there. Did she really? She pushed yeah, her out of the way? Like, she like a little bump, a little bump out the way. They cut it right before. But if you oh, wow. rewatch the video, yeah, and Amber was, Amber felt some type of way about that. So, of course, wow. they're cool now. Got of course, they're cool me. now. But uh-huh. yeah, it did at that point. So it's like, it was a little personal at that point. And um, she, all she told me was, for if I could remember, all she told me was like, there's only one person that hasn't really been in elimination. That's a rookie. That's her. And that's all I, that's all I need to know because, you know, we weren't really talking too much game being on different teams. So I knew that at some point it was, she was probably going to save Mariah just because every rookie here already been into, into elimination. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big, like what if person, all right? Like what if this would have happened instead of this? Say that dagger draw goes differently and say that Amber pulls the dagger. Yeah. Is she saving Mariah or is she saving Nani? She's saving Nani, of course, yeah. because they have a closer friendship. Nani's been there for her and they, like, literally in the house, what they also didn't show, Nani was, like, writing letters to Amber to make sure she was feeling good and literally putting her feelings out the way, knowing that her mother passed to to make Amber feel comfortable in the house because her grandmother was gone. You know what I'm saying? Got, so like, yeah, Nani's, yeah. they have like a different type of friendship. It has nothing to do with the game. Got it. Like nothing to do with the game. She understands yeah, no, like I was, the game. I was the aware game. of that. Yeah. I was just saying that I, like I was under the, because so, that was the thing is I felt like all three of them, because, and I know 100% that, that, yeah. that Nani made a deal with both of them because I was the one that brokered that deal. Yeah, they both yeah. approached me and they were like, hey, and like Mariah's like, well, Nani saved me. And Nani's like, well, Mariah saved me. And I was like, yeah, let me talk to each other. And then you guys talk. So I felt like all three, you know, of them going in had already made deals with, with, with the other with one. Each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that's why, like, when, when uh, you know, whenever I got upset, I'm like, dude, but I mean, so everybody did. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you guys were all playing the same game. Yeah, uh, but I don't think that Mariah and Amber, I don't think Mariah and Amber really made a deal saying they were going to save each other. No, they did. That's why Amber got upset that Mariah said, Save Nani over her. Mm, okay. I think she was expected to. I could be wrong, but I don't that, think I don't think they that dig. was what that was that was what that was the information that I received. Okay. <laughs> could be incorrect though. You never know. I, uh, I, I saw know. it on Twitter. I saw it on you Twitter, Johnson. You know, Twitter is never wrong. always always correct. Always right. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty obvious, you know, which way this vote's going to go. I mean, here's here's the thing that I thought and and. and I mean, I'm pretty, I don't know if you saw it the same way, but you know, when Mariah came into interrogation and Fessy was like, you know, I'm obviously not going to say your name because you know, you're, you're my ride or die, but, and it's always, once you say, but everything that came before, but is just irrelevant, just right? It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. But she's dodged all these eliminations. I can't trust her anymore. You know, <laughs> I think she needs to earn her stripes. <laughs> so I'm literally sitting there listening to this and I'm like, you're literally giving the team the green light to send in your ride or die. Like I'm literally listening Thanks. to this being like, damn dude. And, <laughs> and obviously like, I don't want, and listen, no offense, you know, to you or, or Amber, but it's like, I didn't yeah. want Nani or, or Mariah to be the main vote because yeah, just based on the relationships I have with them. 
But when, once that happened, I was like, dude, any of the girls on, on our squad that were kind of on the fence about which way to go, once I feel like Fessy like kind of gave them the okay, yeah, it was like the floodgates open. And I was like, all right, I don't know which way this vote's going to go. Because I knew like the girls, like I had a conversation with Tori that night. And she did tell me, she was like, I'm not going to say Amber's name because of what you were doing, what you did, you know, to get us the team win. So I was able to have a conversation with her in the bar about that. And um, same thing with Anissa. We was able to have a conversation in the bar just to to have a, like an understanding that they weren't going to say Amber's name. Because I was like, I just went all out <laughs> and I should, and, you know, I couldn't have. And they, um, so I think they already had some type of feeling. I'm not really not sure. Mm. Wow. The T. So there was already so there was so there was there was already some feelings going into this. Yeah, like I've had I had a little conversations with them because you know, it was like I yeah, I might be a rookie and everything comes down to relationships. So I was like, I literally gave everything I could at this mm-hmm. moment to try to get us to, you know, get us to win. Um, so I was like, just if you could just think about that when you make the decision, yeah. whether you guys say Nani or Mariah, even though I know you guys are going to say Nani. You know, I mean, it's, it, I mean, that's what it sounded like. I mean, in Tori's speech, she said so much. She was basically like, yeah. you know, uh, this person had to go against, I love how you called your lover. I uh, had to go yeah. against your lover. Um, yeah. <laughs> but hey, man. Yeah. You, you definitely were. Play, you, I mean, without without you and Casey and your performance and that that challenge wouldn't happen. So I think Shout out to the Casey girls too. did. Again, exactly. And I do feel like, you know, the the girls on our side definitely felt like they owed you something because you, in, in essence, saved their ass. Um, Fessy's the first vote. He's like, I'm not going to say. This is, okay, this is a burn vote. Yeah. Fessy's vote was a true burn vote because yeah. what he was doing was basically by not saying Mariah, he could save face. Yeah. And then by not saying Amber, he's literally able to be like, oh, I'm trying to build up goodwill with you. Those, uh... <laughs> yeah. And then he says, you know, Nani's name, obviously, knowing that Nani's not going in. We already knew which way the votes were going to go. Yeah. What would have yeah. been interesting, however, is if it would have been tied and he would have been the swing vote. Which way does he go? Oh, gosh. He's definitely... <sighs> I, think, I think he's saying Mariah. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> Honestly, I think he's one saying, million percent, dude. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's like, yeah, Mariah's gone. Yep, yep. Um, obviously, we know which way the the, the sword goes. Uh, Amber pulls it. Your celebration was nowhere near as just flamboyant well, and over the top as hers was when you pulled it. Yeah, no. I don't, well, I'm already not like that. <laughs> like, I don't be celebrating too much like that. <laughs> so she's different. But uh, yeah, you know, I was just on her. I was like, come on, you down there crying. I was like, come on, get back up here. Don't try to try to go down to elimination now. I was like, this is time for you to come come back. Well, again, worst case scenario for me, because here I am. It's like I've got, you know, obviously Mariah versus Nani. Uh, and I don't, it it was such a fuck position because it's like, I don't want obviously either one of them to be in or to go home, but it's like, I obviously have to, to take my ride or die. Um, but it still didn't make the other, you know, scenario any easier. So it was like watching that elimination. It was like, dude, I was just, and here's the thing. I felt like all eyeballs were on me because they were like, Oh, what's bananas going to do? Is he going to try? Cause you know, I am in eliminations. I'm usually fucking <laughs> yelling yeah. at the top from the rafters, <laughs> yeah. helping someone. Of course, so it's like sitting there and like not saying anything, but then having everybody looking at me like, who's been at, what's he going to do? Who's he going to say? Gonna I say? felt like they were just waiting 
Because if either way, if I if I was to help or cheer anything, even look too long at one of their yeah. boards, like I felt like people were going to start judging. So I just, yeah, sure. there was a, a lot of yeah. turmoil going on. But listen, I'm glad. Obviously, I'm I'm glad Nani 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 pulled it. Uh, Nani pulled it through. It's like that was a very. It was like choosing between. That's putting me in, in that position. It's like choosing between your wife and your girlfriend. <laughs> Dude, you can say like your wife or your mom or something like that. <laughs> that's totally different. Oh man, that's fucked up, Chauncey. Why are you laughing, dude? Nothing, no reason. That's messed up. Um, yeah, a lot of turmoil there. Um, yeah. No, I think I, I, it would might actually be easier to choose between your wife and your mom, wife and girlfriend. That's that's a whole nother level. Um, comes down to that's the true. wire. I mean, dude, I've I've seen a lot of shit go down in eliminations. Mariah ratted on herself. Yeah. She literally told on herself. I don't even think production or TJ or anyone would have noticed that she put up devotoin instead of devotion until yeah. she basically was like, she oh man, I fucking it. misspelled it. And as soon as she did, everyone's like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm like, if you wouldn't have said anything, don't say not anything, that I wanted, but I literally noticed. told her after that. I was like, yeah. you ratted on yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah, because she true. beat Nani to the buzzer. She, she, she did. I think Nani, Nani finished. Nani called for a check first, but then Mariah hit the but buzzer. She first. hit the buzzer. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I was saying I like that elimination must have sucked because Mariah literally went from a challenge to elimination with the bungee, <laughs> bro. With the with the with, <laughs> with the harness. Yeah, with the harness. Ah, oh, that's annoying. <laughs> well, I gotta say, I was. Uh, I mean, it, it it was, and again. It's tough for me because it's like I'm happy and sad simultaneously. You know what I mean? If that's even possible. But yeah. again, I'm really glad that uh, that obviously Nani came back. Um, it was a really hard fought. It was g- great elimination. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think uh, yeah, I think uh, it's going to be interesting to see now um, how it plays out. You know, because now we know that there's this twist that we didn't know about. We know there's this wrinkle in the game where if your rider or I gets yeah. eliminated, as long as you're still in the game, you guys stay. So. This may not be the last time we we see from we see Mariah. So I'd be happy. That's about true. That. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Only time will tell, Chance Dog. All right. Well, listen, man. That brings oh, yes. us to the end of uh, of of the podcast, man. And I again, I just want to thank you for stopping by. If people want to see you in all your glory, all right, in your glory hole, where oh, can wait. they? No, no, no. no. Oh, all right, yeah, keep going. Keep, keep, keep. In all your glory, oh, where can they find you, Chauncey? Tell them the socials. Where can, where, where can the people on, find you? You guys can find me on Instagram um, at C period Palmer official. You guys can also check me out on Twitter, which Bananas doesn't follow me. It's okay. It is just C Palmer. And if you guys click the link in the bio, you might be able to see my OnlyFans. 18 plus though. Ooh, OnlyFans. You know what? I'm hitting subscribe right now. But you're not going to follow me. He doesn't. He doesn't follow me on Twitter, guys. Well, okay. I didn't. You want to know something? You want to know what happened, (laughs) bro? I didn't know you had a Twitter. I was going to tweet something out the other day because what's your Twitter? Because I looked up. I looked up. You're saying C Palmer. Just put it like just like it's just C Palmer. Just the word just. Yeah. C. C how was I supposed to know there's a just in front of if it? You put- I put Chauncey, didn't work. C. Palmer official, didn't work. So I'm like, all right, this guy must not have an Instagram, must not have a Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is a little, they, with the names, they didn't let me put like what I want to put. So I just put like my YouTube name. All right. 
Well, there you go. You got a huge plug. <laughs> now you're now you're my uh, favorite bit. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, right. Wait till, wait till you see Jordan again. You're about to get out of bullshit. All right. Well, listen, Chauncey, it's been amazing, man. You are a absolutely. You're a solid human being. You're a you're a gentleman. Chivalry is not dead. Uh, yes. And I couldn't be happier for uh, for you and Amber. Tell her I said hello. Of course. And of course. Uh, yeah. And with that being said, uh, thank you for stopping by the Death Taxes and Bananas podcast, where the tea thank flows you. like wine, and my guests instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm Oprah, and I love you. Thank you.